I'm Mike and I got my linemate Matt with me and today we're going to go over the past couple games for the NHL playoffs. Lightning ended up sweeping. I can't believe this man. Lightning ended up sweeping Florida. I want to get into that. Um, Edmonton took a, another won another game against Calgary. They're up three games to one. Game five is tonight. Carolina predictably won at home against the Rangers. Well, they lost to the Rangers the other day. Rangers took a two to one lead. Carolina won today, three to one. Uh, that series is tied two to two. Carolina, for some reason, cannot win a game on the road. And Colorado and St. Louis. St. Louis uh, won one. I think yesterday night. Yep. That series is three to two Colorado and St. Louis is showing some life there. So let's start off with the Bolts in, in Florida. You know, I saw something on, it might've been the committed Indian and they mentioned that Florida s- says that now they know that they need a gear for another gear for the playoffs, which makes zero sense to me. And I'll tell you why this isn't a team where this is their first their first kick into the playoffs. You know, this is like their second or third year in a row, isn't it, Matt? Yeah, they were picked to be favorites the last, I want to say, maybe two to three years. Yeah, yeah. I'd say two years they've been picked to be favorites. So yeah. th- this isn't like a new a new thing for them. This isn't like a new experience for them. To be honest with you, they 100% underperformed in the playoffs. Uh, and they got, they got shut out in their last game, do or die game, which goes to show you, man, this team isn't what everybody um, thinks that they are just because they're regular season studs. And uh, they, they just couldn't, they, they're no competition for the Bolts. There's no question between these two organizations. The Lightning are, are heads and tails above Florida. Even though Florida's got the better, uh, you know, the better regular season record, you know, Tampa beat them four games in a row, man, on the road and at home. What do you think is going on in Florida, and what do they do? Do you think that it's leadership? Do you think it's a lack of, um, well, clearly a lack of scoring because they got shut out in their last game? Well, I got to give credit to Vasilevsky, man. He, sure. He is just the best goalie in the world right now. It's hard to score on him. And elimination games, he's got an unbelievable record. Even he's got like a, sh- a shutout record. And when he loses a game, the next game, he's like 18-0. and 0. So that, that alone right there is tough. They ran into a good Tampa team. But, you know, they, I still think they need, like, maybe that game breaker. And I think they got them, but they just didn't show up. Here's I mean, the thing. Barkov, for- Huberto, I mean, they, 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 weren't, they didn't play to their potential like they did in the season. Right. And, you know, this is the thing for me, Matt. You know, you, you mentioned that, that they ran into a good Tampa team, you know. But Florida's the best. This isn't like, you know, they're, a, they're mm-hmm. um, a surging, you know, third seed, you know, coming in. Florida was the best team in the regular season coming in, and they couldn't do anything against Vasilevsky. You know, obviously, you know how I respect Vasilevsky. I'm mm-hmm. not going to take anything away from that guy because he's a complete machine. But at the same time, they're without Braden Point. They're practically their yeah. number one scorer, and they shut out the best team in the league. You know, they might have seen Florida. They're like, "Thank God, we're going to play Florida." Because are they maybe Tampa's in their heads a little bit too? You know, like, yeah, oh my yeah, God, we got to sure. play, 
Tampa, you know, the, like the big brother, like who always beats you in the games. Yeah. Like they just can't, they can't beat their big brothers. Yeah. No matter, no yeah. matter if you're like the, the yeah. all state champion who's decimated everybody, you, you know, you're, you're nowhere near as good as who your older brother was, who was there before you were, you know, yep. <laughs> whose statues out in, in, well, in, uh, <laughs> out, uh, in the, uh, in front of the school. So, uh, yeah, I just think it's really interesting. One thing that I was uh, considering, Matt, was um, a lack of coaching on Florida's part. This is a team that was built by Dale Talon. Um, Coach Q mentored this team, brought them up, and Andrew Burnett was practically in the— you know, in the passenger Shotgun. seat the, yep. <laughs> the, the entire season, they ran into the playoffs and we saw what kind of coach he is. This is nothing against him, but I think that this shows what an inexperienced coach does in the playoffs. Yeah, I he is up for Jack Adams. The, I don't the know why. Was, the team was very good. I, if I'm Florida, I would say, hey, listen, you did a great job. We want you to be an assistant coach. We don't think you're ready. And the first person I'm calling right now, man, is Barry Trotz. Yeah. If I'm Florida and this yeah. guy's still available, you need to get on this guy. He's a Stanley Cup champion. He knows how to win. And he's a defensive-minded guy. Florida's they got a good defense core. They do. I just think that they need to learn how to win close games. Like, I was going to say Florida, I think beat themselves a couple games right how you cannot give up a goal yeah. with three seconds left in a game yeah a go-ahead goal like you have no chance uh, i mean you can't do that those are things like just like almost like you want to say rookie mistakes because they are pretty new to the playoffs florida yeah. i mean they've, they've been out of the they got out of the first round dude they, they had trouble with washington yeah they did and washington is washed up i think they're, they're dog old. shit Tom Wilson was their best player, and he went down. I know he just had a big surgery. He's going to be out for another eight months. So this team, I, I actually heard Nick Backstrom is might not ever play again. Yeah. Something going on with him, but getting off track here. But they, they had trouble with that team, and now you run into an experienced Tampa team. I, I You could, like you said, Cooper out-coached Brunette. Like, it wasn't even fair. It's it, like yeah. a, an NHL Without coach versus a Peewee coach. Exactly. Yeah, without his best high-scoring player. So, yeah, I mean, it's something to look at. I think um, out of respect for Brunette, he did a good job. It was just kind of the role was given to him. But I think I'm after a guy like Barry Trotz right now if I'm the Florida Panthers. I don't see how Andrew Brunette can win the Jack Adams Award this year. I, I, I just don't. He, The team was so good that was built that, you know, it, it, he didn't— <laughs> He I opened I, the door. He yeah. just opened the door and wrote a lineup. Yeah, I mean, man. there's really not much you can do. I, I have I mean, a problem with that nomination. I think that there there should be somebody else that's more deserving. I think Rod Brendamore gets it in my book. How about uh, Daryl Sutter? Same with Daryl Sutter. I think Daryl Sutter has a little bit more high skill than um, the Canes. And I just think that Rod Brendamore brings out the best in his players. He does. And, I mean, they... They're, they played great this season. They're having a great playoffs. I, I believe they're up 3-2 in the series against uh, the Rangers after tonight. The, he, I don't know what it is, man. He is just like the, the one of the coolest guys you could talk to, and the guys love him. The fans yeah. love him. Everybody loves him. I think he is my Jack Adams pick. Just because like they don't spend like other teams. They're not a sexy market. They're not an original six, high market. 
This right. guy continuously gets him to the second round. He's got to get him over the hump. Yeah. Though. He's, yeah. This I is agree. the year. The reason yeah. that I picked Daryl Sutter is because um, who was Calgary last year? We no one knew. No, no they were yeah. nothing. They they weren't they weren't fighting for a playoff spot. That was for sure. They were down at the bottom with the Hawks. To be honest with you, and now and then they turn into a juggernaut this year. Yes, they're down three games to one versus Edmonton right now, which we will get into in a minute. But I, I Rod Brindamore, obviously, he's a great coach. We already know who the Canes are. They're continuing on with what they're what they have been doing. The reason I mentioned Daryl Sutter's because. Um, Calgary was dog shit. They're not anymore. <laughs> They're a juggernaut yeah. now. After a season. Yeah, one after season. one season, yeah. yeah. And and you can point, the the one big change that they had from that offseason was their coaching. And um, and I think that that makes the, the bigger difference. I think that he's more deserving than Andrew Burnett. Oh, for sure, for sure. So moving on to Edmonton and, and Calgary, since we're talking about Daryl Sutter, Calgary is down three games to one against Edmonton. Uh, they can't find an answer for Connor McDavid. Evander Kane's got 12 goals in the, uh, he's got 12 goals in this, this first two rounds so far, which is absolutely incredible. Here's an interesting t- uh, statistic. Connor McDavid is now, looks like number, I think he's number four all time with um, players that have, have played 11 games, 27 points. And then in third place, I want to say it's uh, Mark Messier with, I think, 28 points. Oh, no, it's Mario Lemieux in third place with 28 points. And, <laughs> yeah. and who do you think's in second place? Gretz? Yeah, you're, you're right, Gretzky yep. with 30 points. Now, here's, an, here's another shocker. Who do you think's in first place? Yager. No. Gretzky with 31, 31 points in 11 games. And Gretzky was so bad is that he's, he holds the top two spots in the, uh, in the stat. (laughs) (laughs) There's another stat that I just uh, saw on the TV. Uh, McDavid has a seven game multi uh, point streak. Wow. Number he's, this is his seventh game. Gretzky has eight. Wow. So if he gets two tonight, he ties the great one. Wow. With his multi. He he's just a cheat code right now. Yeah. On PlayStation. He is like the playing the uh NHL North American All Stars versus like Team Japan. He's right like now. in uh, he's like in my career mode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Ro- rookie mode. Yeah. Yeah. He he's in all star mode and we're still in rookie mode. Yeah. 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 Um so Edmonton is they're rolling. Evander Kane is turning out to be that secondary scoring that they've that they have needed. And to be honest with you, I think that Backstrom could be the um, could be that factor for Calgary. Whether he plays well or doesn't play well is going to determine on what this team does. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, uh, today I listen to a lot of NHL radio, and I think what we what we talked about last podcast. Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Goudreau, they they need to get going here. And Matthew Kachuk needs to play the same style he did in game one. He's got to be a fierce competitor out there. He's got to be finishing checks, starting trouble, scoring goals. I mean, that's what they need. They need the stars to show up. And I think Milan Lucic actually was uh, interviewed, and he said the same thing. He's like, we need our top players to play in a, just create some top moments. So... That, that's what I think. I agree with him. I mean, he's a Stanley Cup champ with Boston. He knows what it takes to win. I know he's not the same player as he was in Boston, but those those type of players 
you know, they can uh, change the pace of the game with a big hit or, uh, you know, even I think game one, I want to say Lucic just absolutely steamrolled McDavid. And it seemed like Connor kind of was uh, a little careful as he, uh, you know, as he would get the puck and try to take like three steps and take off it <laughs> when big Lucic was on the ice. He, I think he had some second thoughts on that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they need to put him on notice or something. He's just too slow, though. That's the only thing. They, yeah. they can't keep up with him. If, you know, Connor gets a one half a step on him, he's gone. But, yes. I mean, if he can get in front of him. Even if he's a, two steps yeah. behind, he's gone on Lucic. I mean, Connor can do it to anybody. But, yeah. I mean, he, I mean, you got to be real careful. I think Daryl Sutter's at home. He's got his last change. He's got his matchups. I think the Flames are going to win tonight. Yeah, I think that they are, too. This I think this series is going to go 3-2 to two tonight. Um, in favor of Edmonton, I'm I'm saying the series will be three to two. I'm saying Calgary's going to win tomorrow. tonight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on to Carolina, New York, man. And and I'll be honest with you, if I'm a Canes fan, like you mentioned earlier, I would be really worried with this team because they can't they can't score, they can't do anything on the road. It's almost as if they're you know we're looking at two different squads. If yep. I was the um, you know, you, you kind of want to maybe see if they can wear their home jerseys away or something. You know, you do just pretend like you're at home or whatever. Just right. go on the Rangers bench, <laughs> you know, go on the yeah. home team bench. But yeah, exactly. They they got in order to win a Stanley Cup, you have to learn how to win an away game. You have to. You have to win a road game because if you're gonna get that cup, that you it, there's there's no way around it. You can't win every home game, so. <laughs> And like you said earlier, I think the they're not going to be home ice advantage. I think if uh, actually they will be against Tampa if oh, they really? make it. But I think yeah, so. but was that will that even matter for Tampa? I don't <laughs> think that matters for Tampa at <laughs> no, all. They I don't, don't think care, you, man. You could play Tampa in the middle of the desert. Yeah. I think they're fine. Yeah. So I mean, if you think about it, I mean, they played with no fans. They've they played. They won a cup with no fans in the building. I don't think it matters to them. They're no, just man, they don't they're just got that professional pedigree, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty scary. If I was Carolina, I would be worried. Um, I think if looking at this this matchup, Carolina, if Carolina makes it out, I think that they have a better opportunity to beat Tampa. If New York ma- makes it out, I'll call it um, New York gets uh, swept in in four games. Yeah, I, I you know what Against I give Tampa. credit to. Against Brabowski, he was good, man. He was a good goalie, and Tampa's going to either run into... Uh, actually, Rant has been decent, but I, I'm hearing Anderson is close. I'm not sure if he started tonight. I, I missed the game, but I, I caught the um, in the final score. But Shesterkin, I think, was going to give the uh, Lightning a little bit of more, more of a challenge than Bob, maybe. But I agree with what you said. I think the the only team that could probably take Tampa in seven and win, I think I'd go with the Canes. But like they yeah. got to win away. You got to win a road game. So yeah. this next game at Madison Square Garden, which would be I believe Game Six, is the biggest game of their all these guys' careers. They have to win. They have to will it out and win. Yeah, you know what would be a really interesting matchup would be St. Louis and Tampa, because. Um, you know, you're, you got two kind of grinder teams. Obviously, Tampa's more talented. Uh, but uh, I think that would be a pretty interesting matchup. And I'm just kind of just, you know, thinking out loud. Yeah, I, I, I like that, man. I think uh, 
the way that St. Louis played last night, man, there was no quit in this team. They were, <laughs> you feel bad for uh, Nathan McKinnon, man. He had an awesome game. Yeah, he I, think, did. I believe he got a coast-to-coast uh, -coast, yeah. uh, hat-trick goal. That was so impressive. It looks like he woke up, and I, I feel bad for him because they didn't win. Yeah. But St. Louis, man, they fought to the end. Huso kept him in. I think they were down 2, two nothing after the first, and yeah. Billy Huso stuck with it, and uh, St. Louis uh, just used that experience to just uh, win the game and keep their uh, season alive. So they're going back to St. Louis, I'm sure, pumped up and ready to go, but it's hard to close with like these new teams that are in, like Colorado. It's one of the hardest things to do is close a series out. So yeah, they they need their stars to come come through. I I know Kadri's been really good after all the drama that's been going on. I give him a lot of credit. I'm not a fan of him at all, but uh, he stepped up a lot. I know he's important for that team. Um, and actually, I think Robert Thomas of St. Louis had a really good game last night too. He's he had a good season, but uh, he hasn't scored many goals. But he scored two yesterday, two of the biggest goals probably in their. Uh, their playoffs. So oh, I think St. Louis could win, man. I, I think I'd like to see it go seven and <laughs> we'd have to talk about it then, but I I'm, I'm pulling for St. Louis as much as it kills me to yeah, say me it too. as a Hawks fan, but I, I just something about Colorado. I just don't like I hate him. I've yeah, always have. I, I, I even, even, I even uh, in the nineties, I pulled, Whoa. Hey, gotta, Tampa gotta, Bay Lightning are going to win the yeah. cup. That's a sign. <laughs> hey, they're letting me know, man. They're letting yeah. me know. The hockey uh, gods are up there. <laughs> so, um, man, they, that even made me lose my train of thought. Uh, I've never liked Colorado. Uh, I when they when they were going to war with the Red Wings back in the '90s, when I hated the Red Wings, I pulled for the Red Wings. That's how much I didn't like Colorado. How do you say that, man? I mean, I. I actually, I think I was pulling for Colorado, and I like now I thinking about it, I'm like, man, I, I really don't like them that much. Yeah, and I, you know I what? Hated, I, just, I hated Peter Forsberg. I liked him. I liked. Peter I hated Forsberg. Claude Lemieux. I hate him. I that's hated for sure. Adam Foot. I, I hated. <laughs> I hated five, Adam right? Deadmarsh. You know, yeah. I, I hated that whole squad, man. It was just stacked. And, just stacked. Uh, you know, even Dino Cicerelli. I didn't like the guy playing for Detroit, but you know yeah. what? Uh, you know what a what a quiet superstar Dino Cicerelli was. Multiple sixty goal seasons. I think yeah, he finished. Unreal. I think he had finished his, his career with six hundred and forty goals or something like that. That's fucking impressive, man. He was a beast with Minnesota. The he North was. Stars too. He was. Yeah, he, he was a beast everywhere that he went. He was, a he was just an absolute hawk killer. Yeah, too. he was. He was dude. a hawk killer. He was. Yeah, but you know what, man? After watching that special on YouTube, I recommend everybody check this out. It's uh like it's called the snowball effect of uh, Claude Lemieux's hit on I was it uh, who was the guy he hit that was it Kurt Malpe or no I forget. I forget who it was. Chris Draper. It was Chris Draper. Mm. I think he took him out of the game. Like he, it was a nasty hit from behind. And just like watching that, I'm like, wow, Claude Lemieux was an absolute asshole the way he played. Yeah. And I just got a lot of respect for Darren McCarty because he's like, you know what? We're going to get him back. And he picked the spot <sighs> and oh, it was one of the best games I've ever seen on ESPN as a kid. Wow. Skating to the, you know, center ice. And I think it was Mike Vernon at the time or Chris Osgood just, just a huge brawl, but I, I think that's when I, after watching that, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm on the Red Wings side now. I just <laughs> I didn't understand it as a kid. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move on. 
um, you know, we were kind of t- already talking about the Blues and St. Louis, you know, ready f- for these guys to get going. I'm, I'm pulling for St. Louis. Matt's pulling for St. Louis. Colorado leads that three to two. And um, that's pretty much where we're at right now, man. Oh, just in. Looks like the Flames scored their first goal. 940 at, uh, what was that? 13. Nine. What is that? 1313 in the first period. Yep. Manjapani. Wow. Yep. Calgary's up one to nothing as we're doing this right now. Great, Interesting. great play. Yep. Yager's looking to start his 35th pro season, which is uh which is incredible. I'm surprised he's still playing hockey. I know he owns a team. Apparently he has responsibility to um, try to bring sponsors in. He's afraid that they're going to bail if he retires for this team that he owns. Um, I would got just to a bad car accident too. Did you see that? No. He got into a really bad car accident. He's okay, but if you see pictures of his uh, car, yeah, I, it's unbelievable how he's not like wow. seriously hurt. So good, uh, good to hear that Yager's doing well, and like to see him come back to the NHL for one more season. It would be pretty cool. Right, right. Um, Evander Kane, ironically, this guy he he's expected for the Oilers. He just had the birth of another kid. I don't know. Is he back with his ex with his wife? Or? No, no, no. He's got a new chick. Some other chick. Yeah. Some yeah. Ma- Mara Tegan. Never heard of her, but uh, yeah, they just had a kid. She's um, she, she brought the, uh, she's got a kid with Evander Kane. Now he's going to play still. And uh, well, congratulations to him. <laughs> Definitely don't want to have a kid in the middle of a playoff run, but who knows that could pump him up even more. And that's really the last thing that, any team playing, especially Colorado, needs playing Calgary. If anything, it's going to slow Kaner down, and uh, it's a good thing for the Flames. <laughs> yeah, no a lot kidding. On his mind, I'm sure. All right, so we've got Thornton unsure he's going to play in his 25th season. I think it's time for him to hang it up, man. Um, I just don't think it's in the yeah. cards for him. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh, Jerome McGinley's last runs. Like he kept jumping around and jumping around to the next team, and it's yeah. just not working out for him. I know he. He was with the uh, Maple Leafs last year, and, you know, they choked. And uh, he tried with Florida, but, hey, maybe he'll jump with Tampa next year and they'll win Florida. Yeah, and then that's when they lose. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Tortorella interviews to be uh, the Flyers head coach. Now, what do you think about that, man, Tortorella to the Flyers? What's your opinion? I'm not sure I understand it, quite honestly. I I think Torts is more of a mid kind of on the fringe playoffs kind of coach coming in. I, I don't I think uh, the Blackhawks are in a better position than the um, Flyers. So I think this this just shows us that uh, I think the Flyers need a serious culture change, and I think Torts is the man to probably do it, <laughs> or or the GM. I'm not sure, I forget who his name was, but I think he wants to uh, you know be a little tougher on these guys, and he wants to uh, bring out the best in them. Torts is good at that. Like there's just you're either 100 percent with Torts. Or you're hundred percent against them. There's it's probably fifty fifty in the league if you, they like them or not. Yeah, but really interesting. The, the new age players, the the millennials, uh, you know, they they're not like the old school guys that you know would kind of like you know like I, I I when I say old school, I think of like Mike Keenan, how yeah. he treated Jeremy Roenick. He was real tough on him, and Roenick there was respect. There was no like turning around mother you know mother effing <laughs> him and stuff. But Roenick was like, hey. Keenan told me if I don't start hitting, I'm never going to play in the NHL. So I started hitting. I listened to my coach and he saved my career. Like these new guys are like, oh, this coach, like, like uh, 
take example, Pierre uh, Luc Dubois. Remember, he was arguing about his situation with the um, Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets last season, and he kind of threw some shade at Torts, and then you know, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't like that man. I, Torts was there before him, and you know, it's just the, these star players think that they can dictate everything. And Pierre Mark Luc. Pierre Luc Dubois, it wasn't you know anything special with the Jets. If anything, I thought Patrick Laine was pretty decent under Torts, but I, we all know Torts stepped down and he was with ESPN. Yes, I'm not sure I understand it though. I, I think Torts is uh, would be better suited for another team in a better situation. Yeah, you know Pierre Luc Dubois. I, has he done anything like the past two years? Yeah. No, 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 he hasn't done anything except whine about his situation and role in yeah. in um, Columbus, and that's what he's famous for, unfortunately. Yeah, it's not like, uh, you know, Artemi Panarin, you know, asking like, hey, look, I'm looking for a better situation type of a thing, and this guy's still putting up good numbers, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like somebody with who's actually like a star, right? like saying, hey, we need a change here. This isn't working, you know? Somebody like that's a face of the franchise, he's nothing. He's just a... He's a top six guy, I think. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I didn't agree with that Winnipeg trade. I think they gave up on line A too quick. Yeah. And, uh, line A is just a pure scorer, man. Imagine him with a playmaker, like a guy like Kane. Yeah. He'd be even better. He'd score 50 easy yeah. the way he shoots. Well, cool, man. Do you got anything else? No, man. I'm uh, just tuning into this, uh, this Calgary-Edmonton game. And uh, Calgary's moving the puck very well. They're uh, they're on a power play right now. They're, you know, they're they're the the Oilers are on their toes, man, right now. They're so I I like Calgary's chances. The way they're skating tonight, this first period, they're coming out flying. They, I'm sure the uh, the crowd's got them amped up. I would like to see Jacob Markstrom play like that Vesna candidate he was in the season. He's got to yeah. he's got to steal a game. That's yeah. what he needs to do. He hasn't done that yet. Right. And Mike Smith hasn't been that great, but the Oilers in front of him, or should I say McDavid, Dreisaitl, Kane, they're playing awesome. And I, I don't know if you saw that goal that Smith gave up. It was like a 125-foot goal oh, yeah, he gave I up. Did. I think it was 135 and, feet. 135. <laughs> wow. And uh, good for him for, you know, sticking with it. He got the win. I mean, if they lost that game, that's all, like, the media would be talking oh, about. But, I was a goalie man. See I, the flames from here. To t- oh, jeez! <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine how it would be in Edmonton. It would just be they'd be calling for his head. But yeah. I was a goalie man. I know everybody that listens to us knows that I I'm, I'm always saying I was a goalie. I was a stupid, insane goalie. I've given up goals from the red line before. I have a memory in uh, I was a junior in high school and playing against all my friends at uh, Brother Rice and like uh, <laughs> my, my friend blasted one from the red line. Like a knuckle pocket, it bounced. I I lost it, and oh, that I the whole season, the whole year we hung out. That's all I heard. So you gotta you gotta move on. Good for Smith for laughing about it, moving on, and getting the W. But it's it's not easy to do. Yeah, no kidding. All right, everybody. Looks like they have the NHL has scheduled the the second round to end on May thirtieth. So that's the plan for them. They're gonna end, that's the last game. Game sevens are going to be on on May thirtieth, whether it be Edmonton and Calgary or New York and, and uh, Carolina. So we're gonna bring you the uh, updated action when we when we drop our next podcast, and we'll see you on the next one. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here.